Welcome to the Doe Valley Ministry Podcast, where you can find faithful teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Here's today's message. Our scripture reading this morning comes from John chapter 14, verses 15 through 21. This is where Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. John chapter 14, verses 15 through 21. If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and he will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. Before long the world will not see me any more, but you will see me, because I live, you also will live. On that day you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. This is the word of God. So our message this morning, Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. Have you ever heard the term emotional roller coaster? That's a pretty good description of where the disciples were in our text this morning. Jesus has told them in John chapter 13 that he is going away and they cannot come with him. They knew he was talking about his death. Judas is betraying Jesus. Peter will deny the Lord. They will all flee. Their world is about to be turned upside down. Their emotional roller coaster has hit bottom. In John chapter 14, Jesus comforting them with two essential promises. The first we talked about last week, the promise that he is going to prepare a place for them and will return and take them with him to that place so that they could be with him forever. And we saw last week how that promise applies to us. Heaven is our home and we will be there forever with the Lord. That is our eternal destiny. And what a powerful source of encouragement for the disciples and for us today. Notice Jesus' words in John 14:1. Do not let your hearts be troubled. He continues to minister comfort and assurance because in John 14, 27, he says almost the same thing again. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. This morning we come to his second great word of consolation, the promise of the Holy Spirit. John 14, 17, And I will ask the Father and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. Jesus has taken care of his disciples. He has taught them and nurtured them, and they are wondering how they are going to make it without him. Jesus knows they could not make it on their own, but he is not going to abandon them like a bunch of orphans. He is going to send them another comforter. In John 14:18, he says, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. How will he come? In the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will come and as the third person of the Trinity and perfectly represent him. What Jesus is saying is that 
I'm going to send you someone who will do for you all the things I have been doing for you. Another comforter, another of the same kind, someone just like Jesus. I will ask the Father and he will give you another comforter. Why is this important to you and me today? Because what was true of the disciples is also true of you and me. Without the Holy Spirit to strengthen us, encourage us, lead us, and guide us, without him we too will not make it. No one here today is able to live godly without the abiding help of the Holy Spirit. In fact, we can find ourselves very depleted and discouraged when we try to do it all on our own strength. But here is the good news. This promise to the disciples is also a promise to you and me today. Acts chapter 2 verse 39 says, For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar off, as many as the Lord our God will call. The Holy Spirit is exactly what we need to handle life successfully and to live godly. We can take courage from some of the things Jesus says here about the Holy Spirit. In verse 16, he comes to be with you forever. The Holy Spirit is not fickle. In his commitment to you, he is not just with you when you feel spiritual. He is not just with you when you you feel you're at your best or when you're on your knees praying. He abides in you. He comes to be with you forever. You can count on him. You must count on him. Jesus refers to the Holy Spirit as the Spirit of truth. He is characterized by truth. He will not lead you astray. You can follow him and he will lead you into all truth. In fact, Jesus says in verse 26, He will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. It is a great blessing to become a lover of the truth. I want to love truth even when it confronts things in me that are hard to deal with. I want to love truth even when it is correcting me. The book of Thessalonians talks about people who would not receive the love of the truth and therefore became deceived. I don't want to be deceived. I want to know the truth and let the truth shape me. Aren't you glad the Father has sent the spirit of truth and not a spirit of deception? The world has been blinded by the devil the God of this world. Truth is not something you arrive at by intellectual capacity alone. The tr spirit of truth reveals it to you. He is the Holy Spirit. Of all the things the Bible has to say about this third person of the Trinity, the fact that he is holy is the most prominent. In Romans 1.4, he is referred to as the spirit of holiness. He comes into your life and my life to separate us from the spirit of the world to set us apart unto God, to purify us, to change us into the image of Christ. Your victory over temptation and sin is dependent upon yielding to his influence in your life. According to John 16:8, the Holy Spirit comes to convict the world of guilt. It is the Holy Spirit who makes people aware of their sin, aware of it in a way that leads to repentance. It is the Holy Spirit who brings awareness of righteousness and of judgment. The unbelieving world would just as soon put those terms out of their vocabulary. They would like to eliminate the distinction between right and wrong, holiness and wickedness, saintliness and sinfulness. 
the unbelieving world doesn't want to deal with moral accountability and eternal judgment. But the Holy Spirit will never let that happen. He is here, and he is here to stay as a convicting influence to awaken people's conscience to the real issues of life, sin, righteousness, and judgment. We can't make ourselves holy, but if we will trust him and obey him, he will work his nature in us, and we will be holy. We will bear the fruit of his character, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This is really the first time Jesus has explained the ministry of the Holy Spirit to his disciples. Up until this very up until this time, very little has been said about the Holy Spirit. But now at this most critical time when Jesus is about to leave, the Holy Spirit is a subject he discusses extensively. The Holy Spirit is the one who will take care of them, strengthening them, and lead them in the way they should go. Just as surely as the Holy Spirit has been sent to those disciples, he has been sent to us. He is exactly what we need. Do you remember the promise Jesus made during the Sermon on the Mount concerning the Holy Spirit? Back in Luke chapter 11, verses 9 to 13. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Are you struggling? Do you need help? Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. And what will the Father give? He will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. The Holy Spirit is not a stale, rigid doctrine. It is not an old, dusty book that you receive and then set upon a shelf. He is a dynamic person working in our lives. He comes and abides with us, but in our relationship with him, there are many experiences. I do not know what you may or may not be facing in life right now. I do not know what your previous experience with the Holy Spirit has been, but I do know that if you will ask, God will give you the Holy Spirit in the fresh experience that you need in your life right now. The Holy Spirit is always the equipper and enabler in our lives. Let us pray. Lord, as we go about our lives this week, let us remember that your Spirit dwells within us. We thank you for sending us your Spirit to guide us and strengthen us so that we may honor and glorify you with our words and our actions. We ask this believing that this is what Jesus wants for our lives. Amen.